Marriage is a interesting thing. I have struggled with this whole concept of how um, originally we were not meant to divorce. It was meant to be um, married and that's it. And then Moses allowed it because of the hardness of the heart. And Jesus reestablishes the original intention that once married, there would be no divorce. He even goes so far as to say in this gospel that if you are married, you divorce, and then you remarry, that you're committing adultery. And it's a strong statement. It's important to take a moment to reflect upon this. What is it about marriage that Jesus wants to communicate to us? I think there's almost two levels. He wants to communicate the original intention of God, and I think there's something even new that he's establishing. That original intention of God is that uh, man shouldn't be alone, that man is made for loving another, that the human person is what in philosophy we'll call a political animal, that we... Um, exist in relation to other humans. Without another human, there's a profound loneliness in our hearts. I think you can even define hell as um, this profound loneliness which no words of any human could enter, or any person could enter. That hell would be this loneliness that's so profound that I can't hear any words of love or hope anymore. Nothing anyone says will pierce through that loneliness. To the contrary, um, God has called us and made us for something far different from that. He's made us to not be alone. He's made us to discover what it means to love and to allow the words of another to pierce through the loneliness of our hearts. And marriage is that first institution, that first reality that calls us to break through the, the silence of loneliness and to know that we are loved, that we are alive. And in this covenant of marriage, which was originally intended, it's a beautiful thing because uh, the man is called to see the woman and the woman is called to see the man for who they really are and to choose them and to love them. And this corresponds to a natural um, reality, a natural makeup of the human person. It corresponds to uh, the way that we are ordered because there's something in us that's ordered to um, commit and to a deep relationship where I'm able to be in a heart-to-heart -heart with another. And this relationship, you know, in psychology, that if it is truly a good relationship, bears a lot of fruit, not just in the sense of children, though that may be obvious. It bears fruit in the psychological well-being. It bears fruit in the workplace. Um, having a spouse that supports you helps you on all levels. And it's something that is very good and wholesome. And then there's this 
the question about indissolubility already on the natural level. The fact that it can't be uh, divorce is a big step because it's something that when you enter into marriage, you can trust now that that person will be there through thick and thin. And I've known many a case of divorce. I'm not saying that people don't get hurt and incapable of listening and incapable of speaking truly to the other. But isn't that the great work of healing that we try to do when we try to mend broken relationships? We try to um, heal their capacity to listen to the other, to see the other for who they really are, and to speak with the other. Often the words are so barbed and so uh, piercing that they're not able to really talk to one another. And our great work is to help them to see each other again. And it's always possible if both parties want it. And there's nothing too, too crazy. I mean, even if it's crazy, there is this commitment, though. And it leads me to the second level. Because God didn't just intend it to be... Um, a natural institute. And Christ, he's going to come along and he's going to make it into what we call a sacrament. And this sacrament of marriage is something that's very beautiful. Because, I mean, we look around at the other sacraments, and the sacraments we discover are doors to holiness, are ways in which I enter into communion with God. Think of the Eucharist. The Eucharist, it is the heart of Christ given to us. Baptism. It's where we're born into the body of Christ. Well, what's marriage? Marriage is when I can turn to the spouse and I could say, I believe, God, that you're giving yourself to me through my spouse. You know, marriage is a sacrament because it becomes a means to communion with God. And it's interesting because it's like God says... The day that you get married in a sacrament of marriage, he says, through thick or thin, through up or down, through loving your spouse, you will be faithful to God, and God will be faithful to you. Through loving your spouse, and through working through all the trials, God promises that he will help you to grow in holiness as long as you believe in him and trust in him. He promises that through this sacrament of marriage, he will lead you into the heart of God the Father. And, you know, it could be cross or resurrection. You know, it could be that your spouse is difficult or your spouse is making it easy to get closer to God. Whichever way it goes, it, it is now the road by which you are called to become a saint. And so, if God promises you that he's going to make you a saint through this marriage, whether it be hard or easy, whether it be a resurrection, joyful, or a cross, sad, you know, he promises that he will write a story of his love upon your heart through this marriage. And that's why it's indissoluble, because God's promise never fails. God's promise will never let you down. And so you can turn to your spouse and look at them in the eyes and say, 
with absolute surety that God has given your spouse to you as a gift because he loves you. He's given you your spouse and your children as a gift of love. I hope this reflection helps a little bit. It probably leads to a lot of questions, and feel free to ask if you have any.